Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent football hello everybody terry Benegrant goodwin here sideline to sideline brought to you by si design and printing right here on l4 media as we hit week nine of the season of course we're going to be talking 3a we've got coach x uh, we've got some really good games to talk about from last week including one we were at and we've got some really really good games you know in, in 2a and in 4a it's been kind of hit and miss the last few district schedules or the few district weeks, but man, it seems like three A every week has three or four games that are just you've got to tune in. By the way, how you doing, Grant? I'm doing well. You're looking you? good. <clears throat> You're looking good. Got a frog in my throat. Yeah, you've been at a basketball tournament coaching. That's what you do. I don't think basketball started. Oh, so so see, so oh, you're you, talking about my attire. Yes. Oh, no, yeah. your suit. I don't know about your tires. I know the no, first one's getting a little it's fat. It's a jacket and a tie. That oh. I've got jeans on. Yeah, Texas suit. Yeah, I no. can't believe you've never heard of that. Texas heard suit. Heard of what? A Texas suit. So I remember as a kid, in some steakhouses, they would tell you it's okay to wear a Texas suit. Meaning, an old San Francisco steakhouse? No, not old. Remember so, that no, one? Yeah, but, but not lady that was one. on the swing. On the swing. That, yeah, I, I never went there. I've only heard about from people that lived up here and went to it. Um, but no, that, in Austin. When I lived in Austin, I used to go there. Oh, that, that's right. Like that's where it was. That's two where it was. to rub together. What would you do? Just go look at the woman until they told you to leave? Yeah. Act like you were one of the cooks or something? Sir, you need to zip your pants. Sir, the swing hadn't even, lady hadn't even started. It's two in the afternoon. Could you believe? But no, like that, that would be a thing. And so that's where I learned Texas uh-huh. suit is considered exactly what you're wearing. You have a Can I shirt? ask you a question? Yes. Have you ever had a Velcro wallet? No. Okay, never mind then. Why? Were you about to say something? Okay, for the joke. Yes. It's not a joke. Oh, uh, well, what's the deal about a Velcro wallet? Like being in a strip club and then you're pulling out your wallet to pay for a drink? Uh, a drink. And then you're, <laughs> you winked at me. Why'd you wink at me? Because you're buying weird. a drink. <laughs> That's weird. That makes me feel really uncomfortable, oh, sir. Man. And then as the music's going down, perfect timing. <laughs> Everybody looks at you. <laughs> Not that I've said that. I think that's ever happened to me, but no. maybe. Oh, man. So, last week after the show, so, Chica's Locas. 
Wow. Yeah. I still it's a great place, to, by the way. I if still, you're ever in Dallas or by uh, wear, for the state championship. Wear a bulletproof vest when you go in. Oh, no. I wish we'd have went to Ocean Cabaret while we were down in Galveston. Hmm. It Weird. Was, it was pretty lit up. Uh, if you don't know, this is the last show of the night. If you know what that means, Grant's feeling pretty good. I'm not, but that means I'm hopped up on NyQuil, so I'm a little goofy. This has been a rough week for me. We did our live out drank the coverage uh, Monday night show during the Cowboy game. Awesome. I had almost a thousand people watch. We really do appreciate that. Um, I woke up yesterday sick. I thought it was just because eh, yeah, I drank a lot and ate like 40 pieces of Popeye's chicken, uh, but there's like shouldn't eat Popeye's. Yeah, but Noah brought up a good point. The grease from the chicken fights the vodka to a stalemate, and so your stomach should be okay. I don't think an MD would tell you that. <laughs> no, he's not an MD. <laughs> Intern Mad Noe. dog. Yeah, that's what he drinks when the Cowboys lose. I thought he was kidding, too. I thought that was a bit. The guy's got shitty doing. vision anyway. It's not even Mad Dog 2020. It's like Mad Dog. 29. <laughs> 20s late. But Mad anyway, dog cataracts. But anyway, that's why the uh, shows are late this week. And be honest with you, our shows that I haven't already recorded this week, if I don't feel any better tomorrow, we're just going to have to skip them for a week. Did I you just, go through a lot of toilet paper? No, it's, it's been mainly throwing up, man. I wish mm-hmm. it was. I'm fine with the other. Dude, the way we eat on football trips, I'm used to that. But no, this is that type where you don't – like I'm not – I don't have a ch- chest cold. I don't, I'm not stopped up. I just have a fever and I just don't feel well. And like, you can tell my voice, it kind of breaks. I'm very hoarse today. And usually I haven't done all my shows. So I'm not, usually I'm hoarse if I've done 20 shows. But I anyway, can't even remember the last time I actually felt well. <laughs> 1985 before you <laughs> paid I'm always two bucks a little, or, a lot tired. Yeah. Especially Maybe this time of year. I'm 52. Are you? Or 53. I was born in 71. Yeah. You're four years older than me. You were born in what? Two, 71. Oh, I thought you said 74. I was like, dude, you're no, not 71, even 50 yet. Yeah. So I'm 52. Yeah, you're four years older than me. Yeah, so it sucks, dude. Yeah, Get used to it. Yeah, that's that's literally... Maybe I didn't have mad diarrhea like you have. I don't have mad diarrhea. I've been Sounds throwing like a up. bottom problem. I've me. been throwing up. How is that a bottom problem? All right. So. <laughs> Let's talk football. Oh, that's what we're going to do tonight. Columbus gonna, and Hitchcock. Hang on. Are we going to talk about that game or are you going to? Well, let's talk about the trip and then we'll take our break and, and get into the show. We went down to watch Columbus versus Hitchcock and we'll go ahead and talk about the game as well. But first off, we had a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was about once in the regular season and then round three of the playoffs. We tend to make it a whole weekend thing. The, the playoffs, because there's games like we, we always hope to get a game on sometimes occasionally Thursday on Thanksgiving, but mostly Friday and Saturday. Uh, but this time we decided, hey, we're going to go down there. Let's go to you and I are big beach. You love the beach. Love Galveston. So we go to Galveston and I think we ate seafood four out of five meals and it was lovely i yeah. mean that's one of our favorites foods uh we ate sea- seafood we got to go down and, and, and this was your idea and i thought it, I, I thought there was a bit but we just went and had coffee on the pier and that was actually pretty awesome mm-hmm. it was perfect temperatures the the wind and the weather was beautiful and stuff and then we uh ate at a new place for both of us they've been there for a while but katie's seafood Mm-hmm. Um, Guido's was good, but honestly, I think Katie's Seafood was a little bit better. I think a lot of bit better. We had the most 90s looking waiter that you've ever seen. And literally, if I gave you, if I described him and said you had five choices on his name, you, everybody would get it. It was Zach, and he looked like a Zach. But I tell you what, that son of a gun knew the menu and knew exactly what we should order, and he was dead on. Yeah. Amazing food. Yeah, it's great food. I find it interesting you didn't mention the problem with the TV. Problem with the TV. Oh, yeah. 
That's the main thing. Well, it's okay, not so, food and all that. Okay, so when we go every on, time we go on trips every week yeah. and we stay in a hotel every Friday night. Yes. Every Friday night for the last 20 years yep. that we stay in a hotel. <laughs> No problem with TV. Yeah, this is the very first time we've ever had a real big problem with the TV. That's yeah, point. I was about to throw a Shiner bottle through the uh, TV because I can't get my killing shows on because everything's in Spanish. And even when you, I, I don't know, I'm just very frustrated. I'm still getting pissed off right now. Yeah, I can tell. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, so when we go on a trip, I, hope I it's usually better in Sylvia or Livingston, wherever we're Lumberton, staying. Lumberton, Lumberton. Um, I, when we go on a trip, I usually have my laptop, and so I just put earbuds in and I just go to sleep watching what I want to watch on YouTube or whatever. I got my phone. Yeah, that's all I got because I trust cable companies. Wow, that's your first mistake. Well, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the TV. Uh, but then we went uh, against your wishes to go see where Texas won their independence. <laughs> My, you're from New York. You're the Yankee. I'm from East Texas. How well, is that I mean, New York? Basically, you're yeah, from Arkansas, yeah. Louisiana. There's a little bit of, well, I am from Louisiana. There's a little bit of truth to that. I, I did think, you, first off, sometimes you go to a place and you just get lucky. And they had this cool outdoor event. Uh, it was basically the Texas Historical Commission. So I think they called it a live history thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It was funny, though, that to be at the San Jacinto Memorial to celebrate Texas's independence, <laughs> they had Mexican music playing. Great Mexican music. I love it. But you and I looked at each other like, that just doesn't feel yeah, like it that. it doesn't sound like we're 2-0. <laughs> <laughs> you pointed out we were one and one, but I still think we were two and oh. I, don't, I still don't buy all the uh, Alamo fake stuff. news of the Alamo thing. I fake think we news. won that. I love that. Anyway, so we go to the game Friday night, and exactly what happened is what oh. I thought might happen. Hitchcock, but first off, was it not a great look? 52 to 24, Columbus beats Hitchcock. Yeah. But it was a lot closer for at least oh, yeah. two oh, and yeah. a half quarters. Um, Hitchcock, then, first off, couldn't keep anybody healthy. Everybody kept getting hurt, then yeah. cramps, knee injury. And, and I, one of our uh, – A lot of that was the physicality of Columbus. Oh, yeah. I'll I, tell you this right now. Yeah. I think by the fourth quarter, that Hitchcock defense did not want any more of Columbus. I think Columbus played a lot like what we talked about Franklin did – Oh, good point. Whitehead man running for what 313 yards on and and five touchdowns on 25 carries. I think at the end of the day, I don't think Hitchcock was in it for that game. They didn't want any part of that. Yeah, Columbus was physical, physical, physical. I can't believe exactly I what I knocked Columbus on last year. Oh yeah. I knocked now, them. They I proved knocked in them. that Franklin loss oh, they, they were did. physical. And they I, proved ate my, I ate my words. Oh, yeah, you did. And you I did. came back that next week and yeah. said I was wrong. Uh, Columbus right now, I Columbus, Franklin, I don't know who wins that game oh, if that's... they play. I mean, this is very early. We yeah. haven't even made it. But I'm just saying, dude, we talk a lot about Canadian and Gunner. Gunner. Yeah. Maybe Columbus and Franklin. Can we get a doubleheader in that one? Oh, that'd be nice. And I want to say this, Columbus this year, it felt like last year at times they were always trying to make sure they threw the ball. You know, let, let, we got we to gotta showcase. And this year against Hitchcock, they were like, you know what? We're going to make our bread running. And they ran. And, you know, we saw that, and I can't believe I cannot remember his name now, but that Needville running back, 
a few years ago, and he had a 96-yarder against uh, West Columbia when we saw them. Tavon Whitehead had a 94-yarder. That was the that was the touchdown. They were like, all right, let's get to the hotel. Uh, but that kid, that explosive through the gaps, man. When he hits that hole, it's it's no joke. You always hear well, they run, they hit the hole hard. Dude, he hits it hard. He knows where he wants to go. He doesn't dance in the background. And that offensive line, we can talk about the injuries to Hitchcock. By the way, they were all like wide receivers and stuff like that. That interior line oh, was dude. just manhandled by Columbus. They just on both sides on of the both ball. sides of the ball. And that I told you that was my worry about Hitchcock. And that's going to be my worry. Look, Hitchcock's going to be fine. But they are but when they but play when a they team, play at Columbus or, or Franklin, Franklin or even Lorena. For yeah, or Lorena. That's right. That that'll be fun to see. By the way, all right. Yeah. That wasn't even the review section. No, we're just going to stick with the review section. Clyde beat Jim Ned twenty nine to fourteen as Blake Cargo's ten of seventeen for two hundred fifteen yards. He also ran for one hundred forty three yards on twenty five carries. He also had ten tackles on defense. And, and you know, we talked about this last week. If Clyde could not worry about who they're playing because we talk about how you see a program that's been down for a few years and they play a team that's been up that sometimes the better team doesn't win because they still see the other team as they're just better Clyde didn't see that with Jim Nett and that tells me Clyde might be ready for a long playoff run I think Clyde is definitely ready to contend for this region and maybe a state playoff berth I I I, or or you know what championship berth I think uh, Blake Carr, the way, what did you say, 10 of 15 or 10, 10 of 17. 17 for 215 yards passing, 140, what? Three yards on 25 carries. I mean, that right there is exactly what Jim Ned did a couple, a few years ago. Yeah. And, you know, we, we keep talking about Region 3 and, and Columbus and Hitchcock. Region 1 with Clyde, with Brock, with Paradise, with Bushland. Oh. I still think Jim Ned's a, a team that you don't want to play in the playoffs. No, absolutely So, not. I mean, Region 1, Division 1 starting to be a, a, a slugfest as well. Speaking of Paradise, now we'll talk about them here in a little bit more in depth. Just wanted to kind of spotlight some of these. Paradise beat Peaster 38-7. to The Panthers, man, they... They've been talking Brock outwardly and openly all year, so we're going to see what happens this next week. Yeah, this is the the game that Paradise circled uh, against Brock. We'll uh, preview that in the preview part, but uh, dismantling of a pretty good Peaster uh, team, right? Yeah, thirty-eight seven. Hey, look not at bad. Look at Mahia. I know That's, what happened here. I thought Teague's defense was. I mean, they held Centerville to seven points. They, they I right. don't know if you, if there was injuries. Let us know, Grant and Terry at s two s sport dot com. It was uh, Mahaya forty seven t twenty three. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just I, I'm I'm impressed with the win, but I'm also more impressed with them putting up forty seven on a Lion defense that I think is pretty solid. Yeah. Um, East Chambers they beat Anawak. We uh, we previewed this game last week. East hey East Chambers folks, they're quiet, but. You know, I've seen them. I've seen them twice on film this year, and they can run the rock like nobody's business. But their defense hand, handing Anawak Anawak a sixteen point like offensive output. Yeah, it's pretty, just, pretty uh, good. Yeah, almost mind blowing to me. Hey, dude, look at what Rockdale's done this year. I know they lost to Lorena, but they lost to Lorena by 10, 27 to seventeen. They lost to Franklin by 10, 25 to fifteen. This is why we talk about that district so much. A Rockdale team that's young, 
new coach again. That's been their Rockdale's been an issue since they won state. I think this is their third new coach, and they won state in what 2017. Um, but when you look at this Rockdale team, and they're going to finish probably last in that district, and yet they've given almost every team they've played in the district competitive. That's why we end up talking Lorena uh, and Franklin and all of them so much. This yeah. district is just absolutely packed. Toughest district in the state. Yeah. And maybe of all classes, dude. Yeah. All right. UC Randolph, 14. Ingram Moore, 6. You picked this game out last week. I kind of joked, and, and Coach X had a really good joke about uh, the Ingram Moore being – that sounds like an accountant's name, but, man, mm -hmm. this turned out – and we said it was going to be low scoring. I don't know if I thought it was going to be this low scoring – uh, good job by the Rohawks, man. A good win and a good performance by Ingram Moore. I, I still feel like these two teams, you, you, I don't know if they're going to go deep into playoffs, but I don't think you want to play them in the first couple rounds. No. Hey, Troop not. got past ARP in a big one. Yeah, ARP is better than we thought, but also this is a huge rivalry game. This used to be one of the rivalry games of East Texas. I think it still is. It's probably one of the top rivalries in the state. When it is, but it's just not like top it was. 10, right? When you talk about like when, uh, oh, what was his name? That was the head coach. Uh, it's not the Battle of the Bell, but Eastman. Uh, I think his name was Eastman. That was the old coach of Troop. And then you uh -huh. had Dale Irwin at ARP. And I mean, back to back so many years, those would be the top two teams. And of course, they also, they got out of different classes for a while, but they're back in it. And, and you know, give ARP credit. That, that was a big game for them. They just couldn't, uh, could not stop the Troop offense when it mattered. Grayson Heron threw for 268 yards. Uh, they scored late to win it. And now for ARP, you know, great game and all, but you're sitting at two and two in district and you've got Quitman and Edgewood. You should beat Quitman for sure. And basically you're going to play Edgewood for the, at least the third or fourth spot. And again, you always, we always talk about it. The difference in third place and fourth place is huge when it comes to who you're going to be playing in the first round. Yeah. Arp and Edgewood though. Give me Arp. Oh yeah. They'll, they'll win that one. But anyway, uh, Jacksboro beat Comanche 30 to 22. Jacksboro's now seven and oh. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Jacksboro might be one of the most underrated teams in that region, right? Their quarterback, Lando Belcher, threw for 240 yards or 204 yards. Uh, Cannon Valenzuela had 119 yards on 16 catches. And then Luke Sims ran for 101 yards on 25 carries. And this Jacksboro defense is very solid. Yeah, I mean, this whole district is turning out to be interesting with Jacksboro and Millsap right now leading the charge. If you'd have told me that at the beginning of the year, I thought you were crazy because it felt like Comanche. And I still, we haven't heard, I tried to look, if you know, is, does Comanche have some injury issues or something? Because they they fell off a cliff quick. And I know they didn't play the greatest teams, but still, when you win 37-8, to 70-0, and 57-0, and then all of a sudden it's lose 41-18, lose 31-13, to 13, lose to Millsap 35-22, to 22, and then lose in this one 30-22. to 22. I mean, Comanche's going from being state-ranked to they're fighting for their playoff lives at this point. Yeah. They're going to have to beat a Merkel or an Eastland in their last two weeks. They got Dublin this week. They'll win that Merkel's, one. Or Merkel's a tough out. Eastland yes. is manageable. Merkel is a tough out. But, I mean, I still don't think I, – I think when you look at Eastland, I still think that they're a game you don't want to play if you have to win, go oh, for the playoffs. no, no, not at all. Um, You called – I mean, we both called this one, but you specifically called literally almost the score. Winsboro beat Pottsboro 52-28. Uh, let me tell you, after seeing Winsboro, I am on the Winsboro train. After Winsboro uh, uh, hooks, I know I only got to see a quarter 
of that game, yeah. not even one quarter. Yeah, but you but can see Winthrow, what they had. man, Tyler Finley, man, or Kyler Finley is just amazing. Winsboro racked up 664 yards of total offense. Finley at quarterback, 236 yards passing, 191 yards rushing. Well, Finney had 191 yards rushing. Tyson Johnson ran for 212 yards. Uh, Cabin Capehart had six catches for 135. And that's the whole reason we said this was going to happen. Look, Pottsboro has got a good team. They've got a special player in Magic One man Benjamin Johnny, Brown. Man. Exactly. And, and that's their issue. We go back to in four. You cannot and, beat Winsboro exactly. with a one-man now, team. Now, in saying that, Pottsboro could probably go two or three rounds with that team. That yeah. Major McBride's that special. And it's not like the guys around him are all slappies. They're just not as talented as Winsboro. Slappies. Yeah, that's an old-school coach term. That is. Winsboro. From early 2000s, actually. Yeah, early so, 2000s. I don't know. Um, Have fun, Britney Spears. I mean, it, why are you? That's like the second time you I brought her said up. That. Yeah, you did. You brought up earlier with her and Rihanna. Run the tape back. And tell me. I don't need to run the tape. I was here. We don't have tape. Have be... I challenge you to run. Yeah, the... I do have tape every night. I email <laughs> it to Taylor on tape. Uh, but no, I, you know, Winsboro, we said at the beginning of the year, and they, they have not shown anything less. They're a team that is playing for Arlington. They're not oh, playing yeah. for the Absolutely. third round. They're Absolutely. not playing to, you know, have a 10 to 10 win season and be happy. They're playing to be playing in Arlington. And I think they might have a complete team that could do it this year. I absolutely do. It kind of feels like they've replaced Mount Vernon in that pecking order. Yes, they absolutely do. And, yeah. and, and their quarterback play, their running game and their defense. I look, the Raiders are, I, I don't know. they, I would say they were one of the two favorites in that region right now. I, I think they possibly could be. All right. Do we have any more? Uh, no, that's it for the region. Oh, no. Edna beat Industrial 56 to 35. Now, hey, good oh, win. That was a highly billed game yeah, down it, that region. And we too, talked about last week. And, hey, a little concerned that Edna gave up that many points. I mean, Vanderbilt. Industrial's pretty darn No, good. no, they're pretty solid. I'm just saying Edna's been playing the last few years on a different level. Just something to watch if that means something going forward into the playoffs. All right. That is a review of week eight. When we come back, we will re or preview week nine and also, of course, have Coach X right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition or 3A edition. Man, I think I said that already twice. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that's sideline to sideline. Of course. And in some sports, 
uh, a helmet just isn't part of the equipment, like basketball or soccer. Hockey has a small type of helmet. They just don't protect you against all the directions of forces that come into play. You can get forces on top of your head, on the side, on the back, but under the chin, there's nothing to protect that except for a physiologically positioned jaw. Putting your jaw in its physiologic rest position brings the actual jawbone away from the skull so that when you receive that force from an impact, that force doesn't get translated through the joint into that cradle of the skull, injuring the brain. Right, Grant Goodwin back here, sideline to sideline, the Class 3A edition, right here on L4 Media, brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Also brought to you by Power Plus Mouth Card and SmallTownSociety.com. You can find them online at ShopSmallTownSociety.com, I should say. For all your women's attire, whether it be game day, holiday, inspirational hats and accessories, uh, they have it all. They even have a section for mamas. No. What? I saw that. I, as soon as I, I know the things I say sometimes is I've just. I've got a mom. Yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not against moms. I so didn't say I you were. That's the, the, it's the exact opposite. I know you're. Oh. I know okay. you're not against moms. I'm worried that you're too much for moms and you would want to. Single mom. Say, here we go. Okay. You're married, dude. I'm just saying. Do you I, have to remind yourself of that? Nope. I don't. Nope. It's probably that tattoo you have across your face. You are married now. <laughs> Every time you look into <laughs> the <them>. tear tattoo. <laughs> That's when that means you killed somebody in prison. Wait. I killed a bird when I was little. That's not if somebody in prison. Why did you kill a bird? So that makes you a serial killer. A, no, it didn't. I killed two birds. That does make me a serial <laughs> killer. But yeah, like we were in the church parsonage. Wait, yeah, you, you had an actual church parsonage? Yeah. Wow. From a small town. That's pretty we had BB cool. BB guns and there were these uh, blackbirds, right? Mm. And we shot the birds, me and the preacher's son. The preacher came out and he's like, Oh, you shot those birds. You got to eat these birds because you eat. You, yeah, you eat what you kill. Right. And like, like birds. Yeah. Well, like crows or yeah. something like oh. that. And I looked at him. He looked at me. I was like, He's your dad. I'm going home. <laughs> so he had to eat a black bird. I don't know if he had to eat him, but he was trying to say we both had to eat him. I was like, not me, dude. Sorry. And By the way, as I'm... And my parents have never brought that up, so I guess it didn't get busted. I know who I'm talking to later today. <laughs> anyway, you can find Small Town Society online, shopsmalltownsociety.com. We do appreciate them for being a sponsor and being a sponsor of the Franklin show as well. Should I feel bad that I don't feel bad for those birds? I mean, it's been my 45 cold? years ago. I think it's okay. I don't think those birds would still be alive. Well, they wouldn't, but they would have lived for a few months. What's a bird? That's a good question. A crow? I don't um, know. A year? Two years? Ten it years? It was a blackbird. It was the blackbirds you see in the poor areas at Walmart shitting everywhere. Cr crapping. Sorry, Why is it only the poor areas? I don't know. You don't see that bird stuff everywhere. What was that? The music I was turning up the thing. What thing? The soundboard. Oh, just call it a board. Well, I thought that might be too big of a word for you. <laughs> like, I don't know. If I'm in South Lake, you don't see blackbirds. I don't see blackbirds everywhere. Are you trying to say you like see white crows. birds in South Lake? 
No, not that is okay. Let's move on. <laughs> hey, guess what? What? Listen. Oh God. X go give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Coach X says, I was told that Coach X got quite popular on Smokey. Thanks for that, Grant. I didn't need all the fanfare. I saw a need and I stepped up and did something. I'm no hero. Well, maybe I kind of am, but there will be no living with Miranda now that Lindell beat Chapel Hill like a tied up goat. Why would anybody want to beat up a tied up goat? Why are we talking about the only animal Miranda dad? he's going to be around is his Miranda rights. Damn it. You took that one out. I was about to say that oh, next. You, Good uh, one. You do it then. Forget what I just said. No, it's lost. No, go. Go. <sighs> Say what you were going to say, Terry. It's literally your that. show. <laughs> it's Do our it. show. Do it. But there will be no living with Miranda. You know the only Miranda he has is his rights. I just said that. You son of a bitch. Why don't you so steal weird. from me again? Dude, I am sick, and you just, you just, you use these moments to pounce, because you know I'm weak. Pounce. Like, I'm this tiger. <laughs> you did say you're a silly or silly. Celiac? A silly. <laughs> I never said I was a celiac. <laughs> Oh man, the snake will start to affect me. Uh, you did say you're a serial killer. Can I have a shot of that? <laughs> You've had multiple wanna, shots of them. I know, but I want to feel like you. I do miss when Nyquil's actually had alcohol in it. That would be nice. Anyway, I bet Peter wouldn't like that. Oh, why would anybody want to beat up a tied up goat? I bet Peter wouldn't like that, and I think I'd rather beat up some Peter people than a tied up goat. I would. I, I love goats. But goats in the ground smoking are also not oh, a bad thing man. either. Yeah, they do that in College Station. I'm not much on Aggie football. Yeah. But, dude, I've been to when I was going to University of Texas before I got kicked out. You were going to Aggie stuff? I went to Bonfire twice because one of my best friends went there. The, the, transferred from SFA. And twice we went to Bonfire and went to a party where they had a buried goat. Oh. You don't do that. Austin, you don't bury a goat and smoke it like they did. Yeah. Oh my God. I will say this. I almost transferred, but one of the funny things about it, everybody talks about the Aggie Longhorn rivalry. They hate each other. There is so much commingling between the two in the middle of the week. I had a friend when I was in college, he was in college down there. And we, every time we went to this place in Austin, there was always three or four Mm -hmm. Aggies there. Anyway, that's mixed up chromosome. Let's get going. Let's talk three. A. where do you want to start? Uh, let's, go with yokum columbus that was not where i was expecting so let's go yokum columbus yokum's four and three but they played one of the toughest schedules oh yeah in class 3a their quarterback zach taylor running back xavier burnett uh jameer hopkins and uh keenan dilworth at uh receiver and keon williams um, that that is a formidable offensive threat oh yeah and, and you gotta wonder with columbus is there any drop off from the game i don't think so not in this columbus team man uh, oh i agree but i'm just saying that's something you gotta worry about you talked about yokum's schedule they lose or they beat vanderbilt industrial they beat yo they lose to Quarrel by seven they beat port lavaca calhoun they beat gonzalez they lose to la vega by seven and then they lose to hitchcock and that game did get away from them late it turned out to be a 30 point game but still uh, you know, this is, I know we say this all the time and we always kind of, sometimes we get excited, but this is a legitimately a Yokum team that I don't care if they're third, fourth or second, you don't want to play them in the first round. No, that's the most dangerous team that is not in first place of their uh, district standings in this region. You do not want to play them. Now, Columbus with Tavon Whitehead at, uh, at running back Adam Shovel, 
quarterback, Jackson Hancock, receiver, tight end, linebacker, Hudson Shovel. Um, we saw how dangerous they are against Hitchcock. Hitchcock, probably one of the most athletic teams, if not the oh, yeah. most athletic team in the region. Uh, and they disposed of them. Yeah. Now, can Yoakum hold up for four quarters? Yoakum I don't think can, so. Yoakum can play with them just like Hitchcock did. Yeah. Um, Yoakum offensively is dangerous. Yoakum is one of the most underrated teams in this region. But they do give but, up points against good offenses, and Columbus is a good offense. How many? But they only gave up 20, how many to Cuero? They're, uh, 41 to Cuero. They only gave up 28 oh. to La Vega. Well, my yeah, it's not as valid. Yeah, and then they I gave up 62 to Hitchcock. Right. But so, yeah, I, I think Yoakum can keep up. And if uh, Columbus does not play a clean game, oh, Yoakum then can take Yoakum it from take, take this game easily. Oh, yeah. No, if I, I, Columbus I does not play. And what's the thing? When you have a big rivalry game like Columbus did against Hitchcock, you know, that's, yeah, and could avenging, there be a drop off? is there a little bit of a drop off? Maybe not. I don't know. I like Columbus in this, but it's going to be a lot closer than what a lot of people think. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Let's see what Coach X has to say. Man, the Explorers found the back of the end zones against the Wild Bills. And while we're at it, how do you two not know that aces and eights is a poker? And I literally said that after I read it. I just didn't read it right. I did, Coach too. X. I said it, too. And it was that wild bitch, bitch, wild Bill mm. Hitchcock was holding when What's he on got, your mind? Wow. Was holding when he got shot in the back. Grant, I expect you not to know pop culture references, so you're cool. <laughs> Why Man, would I not? I'm Terrence, the D, I expected culture. much more out of you. I talked to Jeremy, and he said Grant will st- – wait, he said Grant still better have bodyguards when he goes to Columbus. The Man. Explorers are going to discover a victory. Why is he saying Explorer? Jeremy and I are like this. I don't he need said the bodyguards. Explorers. Columbus. He, Christopher Columbus. Oh, that's right. See, that's God. just so stupid. Maybe I should read these. Yeah, tonight – Tonight, maybe. Yeah, maybe should. not. Never mind. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, – let's do a couple quick hitters. Uh, Grandview versus West. You Ooh, know, West is a gem of Yeah, because West kind of – they kind of started out slow this year. And, and I know they're kind of – They've only got two losses. I know, but look at some of their games. Let me let me pulling up their stuff. And I know they're throwing the ball a little bit more than they have in the last few years. But, you know, they, they, they only beat Godley by 10. And Godley, that's a team that just – didn't end up doing well. I don't know what happened to them. Um, they lost to Lorena. They lost to Whitney. They barely beat Dallas Madison. And then since then, they've got it better, but they've also beat A-plus Academy, Life Oak Skill, and Maypearl. So I, I still don't know where I'm at with West and, and what they're doing, especially against the Grandview team that really their only bump was Malakoff. Now, it was a bad bump. But you and I have talked all year about, look, Ma- Ma- Malakoff might Malikoff. be in a special situation. Yeah, yeah. they're going to put – Big bruises on everybody. I, I just kind of feel like this Grand, this Grandview team is, is just going to to not dominate West, but I think they're going to win it comfortably. I, I think Grandview will beat West comfortably, and Grandview is on a roll right now. Uh, Grandview is going to be a threat to get to the region quarterfinals. Yeah, I agree. Or even semifinals. To when they play Malakoff again. Right, and I don't which think- should be a – quarterfinals semifinals but i don't think I, I don't think unless something changes between now and then oh, i don't think much no. changes like i just think malakoff's on a different level yeah. oh yeah malakoff is on a different level um all right let's see uh yo versus rockdale we talked a little bit about earlier about it like rockdale i, I you look at their record but look at their scores and if, if they if they still aren't if they aren't beaten down by just losing some tough games against great teams and sometimes that happens we've seen that before where a solid team they play a tough district 
and, and they they lose a few games, and it's just by the time they play teams that they're more competitive with, they just don't have any juice left. If they can keep their juice, I mean, they're still they're still mathematically in the playoffs. It's going to take a lot. They've got to win out. And I think they can start that with Cameron Yo. Cameron Yo, man, they've been very disappointing this year. Yeah, give me Rockdale on this one. See, I kind of feel I, I kind of feel that way too because <laughs> would I, this be an upset? Uh, yeah, I guess. But you're looking at a Rockdale team. They have the same record, but it feels like Rockdale's trending up, and it feels like Cameron Yo's trending down. Yeah. So I, I just think the Tigers will have just enough. Hard it, to, it, a lot of it is this Rockdale defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, hold. You know, at one point with Franklin now. Franklin had some turnovers. I get that. Uh, but at one point, they held Franklin to just 206 rushing yards. We've yeah. seen Franklin have that after a quarter sometimes. Uh, for them to do that and then to turn around, and, and who was it uh, They who was it last week? Uh, they held to 27, uh, uh, Lorena. So you've held Lorena and Frank Dale, Franklin. Frank Dale, Frank Dale. Schools. That's a new school. Where you, are we at in Pennsylvania? <laughs> it does sound like a Pennsylvania town. But you've had Lorena and Franklin, two of the most explosive offenses, mm -hmm. to 27 and 25 points. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Give me Rockdale on a very close one. Yep. All right. Paradise and Brock. Maybe the game of the week in 3A outside of Yoakum, Columbus, right? Uh, yeah, and I think I don't think it's outside. I think this is a bigger, as far as just on the state level and, and mm -hmm. impact, I think this is a bigger game. I mean, does Brock's defense front outside of the Gunner game is amazing. And, right? and let's and, let's. I just want to say in that. In that uh, Gunner game, it wasn't like Brock was being blown off the ball every play or anything like that. It's Gunner, pretty close. Yeah, but it's I mean, pretty close. But, but Gunner hit a couple big plays. It, it, it just didn't ever feel like Gunner was just, you know, like we saw Hitchcock in Columbus. I saw Gunner break Brock's will. I agree with that. No, 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 no. I totally agree with that. I'm not saying that. What I'm just and saying. They did whatever they wanted on the offensive side of the ball, especially up front. And. At, Look, I know, I know that was not your typical Brock team, but we can't base it on Gunner because Gunner just absolutely every phase, every other play yeah. dominated. No, you're right. You're right. All right. But what about this Paradise defense? <sighs> Paradise defense is great. But who it's they played? And exactly right. But I think the matchup here is this defensive front for Brock, who, by the way, held – Pleasant Grove to 10 points. Yeah. In Pleasant Grove, when I went and saw Pleasant Grove two weeks ago against Gilmer, it's one of the best 4A teams I've seen. They're going to push Carthage. Will they beat Carthage? I doubt it, but they're going to play them close. I, I think that's actually going to be a really close game. Right. But, I mean, going up to that, this, this Brock team held them to only 10 points. Yep. And they're playing a Paradise team, though, with, the best quarterback, dual threat quarterback in class 3A, maybe maybe even 4A, and Austin Iglesias for Paradise. Yeah, you, you look at what he's done. He came a couple years ago. His name popped up as a sophomore, and he was a running back. And then they did the right thing, I think. I, I, and that's another thing. I think that the I think both of these staffs are just great coaches. Joe Koch oh, yeah. at, at uh, Paradise, Billy Mathis at Brock. They both – they know when they go, okay, we've got something special. We need to change things. And that's what they did. They changed their offense on the fly. And they made Austin Iglesias the quarterback. And he has put the ball in your best athlete's exactly. hand. Exactly. And they've, he's, they've done nothing but reward him on that. Last year, 
this game was a defensive slugfest. It came down to a controversial uh, roughing the kicker that gave Brock a chance to, instead of tying, to go for the touchdown, and they did. Um, I think it's going to be like that again this year, man. I think this is going to be a heck of a battle. I'm going with Paradise. Oh, are you? Yeah, I really am. I, I don't blame you on that, but I think this defensive front for Brock is good enough to get enough penetration to push Iglesias out wide enough for the linebackers at Brock to get up there and get him to, or, or stop him three after three yard games. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this Brock defensive front will get a lot of penetration. I don't know, man. When it counts, when it counts, it'll be situational. Football. And I agree with you though. It's this, I don't think either. Both they, of these, they, te- these kind of games are all situational. Yes, football, good point. Right. Good point. I mean, it's in second and longs, third and third and shorts, third and longs. Who can get the penetration? Who can knife through there? And I think Brock is set up a little bit more than what Paradise is defensively. So give me Brock, but I do not disagree with you. I mean, I I could see it. Paradise winning this game. All right. And I think there's a good chance these two teams might see each other again. All right. Let's see what Coach X has to say. Well, Brock finally got back on the sheet. Hey, Taylor, I got a suggestion for the show. Taylor Lee is our executive producer and director. We do appreciate him doing all the editing for us this year. Uh, these two guys have a face for radio. We literally said that when I said, hey, we want to go video. And we looked around like, oh, we're going to get new hosts. You want us to do it? I actually look pretty good. You look pretty good tonight, though. I'll give you credit. Thank you, sir. That. Thank you. I think I, I think now you have done the thing that you dread the most at work. What's that? You have set an expectation for yourself. You are good about not doing that. Your stories of how you keep people from trusting you means they won't give you work. That's what you, it, I now Chris, expect this every week, buddy. Thanks. I That's expect this every week. A risk rats do. All right. These two guys have a face for radio or podcast, I guess is the proper term now. Just keep telling the video is screwing up or leave the lens We're cap on. radio on. too, though. Yes, we are. Uh, just leave the lens cap on by mistake and just be like, sorry, dude. Oh, and sorry, Brett. I picked paradise. I'm not, I'm knocking on Evan's door. I picked paradise and I could not ask for more. Pretty good. I like that. That was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go. Stupid, uh, wow. This is our last game of the week it's been a it's been a short week this week thankfully man i could not have lasted much longer uh going back into the district we've been talking about all week long uh lorena versus franklin yeah what here a, we are yeah this, this, this great is, game we were going to be there if it wasn't for hampshire finette and silsby right? yeah and also we'd seen lorena already so that made that made going to see silsby uh finette a little bit easier choice in saying that this I feel like we've been saying this about all Franklin games this year. This is going to be a slobber knocker. This is going to be, yeah. you know, last week it was, hey, can Hitchcock's line holds up? I have no doubt both of these lines are going to be amazing. I, I literally think this is going to be such a great game. I, I do too. I mean, Franklin's running back, uh, Jaden Jackson, their linebacker, Braden Yuri. Yuri might be one of the, outside of Jackson, probably the best player on this uh franklin line and they got another jackson that might be a better running back by the time he's a senior in yeah, Bubba. that's right and um, speaking of real quick sorry i don't mean to cut you off but yeah i just want to say this about Jaden. we don't talk a lot about like we talk about individual players for the games but you and i don't just sit and talk about who's the best running back who's the best quarterback Jaden jackson is going to end his career it might not be numbers wise but to me in the 16 years that i've watched high school football doing this show and then many years before that I think Jaden Jackson, one of the best running backs I've seen. 
Yeah. Just he has a he's not the we fast. We saw him two years against uh Wascom over in Mesquite in the uh Just. playoffs as a freshman and he ran around the edge like a just I don't know, the guards pulled, mm-hmm. right? And it was just like, I don't know if it was a tunnel sweep. I can't remember. But he came around that edge and just ran it in. And I was like, who's this dude? Oh, yep. that's just a freshman. Yeah, exactly. Just a freshman. Just a freshman. And, right. and he is, he's not the fastest, but you never catch him. He's not the biggest. But as we've shown on that one video, you damn sure don't single tackle him. The no. only way you do that is if, you, if you're behind him and you just trip him up. Yeah, uh, and I just wanted to get that out because we don't usually talk about the greatest, but dude, he is. I, I got into a a, a Jaden Jackson loop the other uh, last week, just watching some of his stuff, and just the things he does as a junior running back. He's so far ahead mentally of what he sees and how he reacts is just special. Yeah. Now you know, Lorena's going to answer with a really good quarterback, Braylon Henry, or a uh, running back, Braylon Henry. He's an, he's an up and coming. I think he's a sophomore this year. Uh, sophomore. His junior. dad played on the 89 Lorena state team has the greatest name ever. John Henry. If you yeah. know, if you know American folklore, it's a great name. And Braylon's just as powerful. And Caden Roberts, a quarterback, very young quarterback. Dude, they're loaded. You know, Jackson general is supposed to be the quarterback. Braden Henry or, uh, Caden Roberts. I keep saying Henry, uh, Caden Roberts stepped in. They moved uh, major uh, major out in the slot yeah. and receiver. And uh, Roberts has done nothing but grown. Jackson up. General. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, Jackson General. What did I say? Major Generals. Um, I like that. That's a better name. I'm thinking of the China Spring. <laughs> <laughs> major Bowden. Major Bowden. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but Caden Roberts has grown up every week, right? Oh, yeah. We saw him make a lot of mistakes. Uh as a rookie against China spring week one of the year or the season this year. And Roberts has grown up yep. every week. Now, and that's going to give uh, this Franklin defense some fits. Now, the one thing that hurts Lorena is their defense gives up points. Their defense has given up a lot of points against a really good schedule though. Yeah, I know. But I mean, you're playing a really good team in Franklin. So yeah, that's true. Now gonna, I will, both teams are going to give up some points. Yes. Here, yeah. Right? I, last year, this was 49, 35 Franklin. I don't think it's any different. I think it's closer, but I, I see a 49, 42 type game. I, I think it's going to be, it's funny to say it's going to be a slug fest when it's a high scoring, but these two offenses are going to have to earn their the points. Is Jaden Porter for Lorena. Is he going to go four quarters? If he does, Jaden Porter's, special for Lorena. Yeah. And he will give everybody fits, especially this Franklin defense. Um, if Porter goes for Porter quarters, seems like he's been beat up all year though. Yeah. He had, I think he had a hamstring yeah. problem against uh, China spring. Right. Um, I still like Franklin by seven to 10 points. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Even too. with Porter in there. But if Porter, if they, if, if for some reason, and I don't think this Franklin defense allows anybody to absolutely go off on them, but if Porter's able to go off on them, then it's going to be a lot Yeah, closer. and you and I talked about it uh, either earlier in this show or maybe even in the 4th show, just bringing up Franklin. If you can pass on them, again, if you can, if your offensive line can block their front, you can have some success passing on Franklin. And Lorena has an offensive line that can do that. Oh, yeah. They're, um, they, I mean, Lorena's good on both sides. Yeah, this is, this is going to be both a great Both sides one. of the ball. Let's see what Coach X has to say. We definitely saved the best for last here. Every game in this district is just like the damn Super Bowl. He's not wrong there. If this district changes in any way, and it'll change just because teams will change, this has been a special two-year run with this district. This has been an absolute fun. And this yeah. is one of those districts you wish you could just keep and, like, don't 
mess with it with realignment because it's been an absolute blast. Hey, does anybody else send stuff in for the show? That table has just has nothing but Franklin shirts, and we do an hour-long spot for hometown clothing three times an hour. I see Brock. I see Malikoff. I Van. see Lindell. Van. Uh, China Spring. Brownwood Bell. R.C. Cola. Central Mules, or as, as I call them, the Central Missouri Grants. Um, Not cool. <laughs> we have, yeah, we, we have a lot. Lorena. A Timpson ball, a, I don't know what that Lamp blue ball, ball is. Yeah. So how we, do we get a Lampasas ball? We got one that that's, we got that at Lampasas versus Austin LBJ. You picked it oh, up. Oh, okay. You walked oh, over to the cheerleaders and after I, the cop went up, you're like, oh yeah, I just need a football. <laughs> she was looking for a football. That's all. I'm sorry. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Nothing to see Velcro. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's one Franklin shirt. Like yeah. there's one. That's not it. That's L4 media. Oh, we got a new Hitchcock uh, media pass that we got from last week. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, nothing. We did. Why we, didn't we return that? We she specifically said it. you didn't have to. You asked. But whatever keeps the show running, live and let live, I always say. And if she smokes, she pokes. That This one is tough. How did he work that into a – anyway, Franklin has won like 50 games in a row, so there's that, and Lorena hasn't. So I'm taking the Lions until they lose. I, I don't agree with how he gets to certain picks. I agree with the pick, though. So I do too. I agree with that. So, is that it? I think that's it. Boy, you. I, I, this is why I love you, Grant. You know when I'm feeling bad, and you pick the perfect week to just have a couple shorter shows. Let's talk a little Baylor, and let's talk Texas. Let's talk. There we go. That's gonna do it for this week. We do appreciate everybody. Again. I was We're- looking forward to talking about the SWAT. <laughs> The, swag, oh, the old Southwest well, Athletic Conference. Oh, yeah, man. Anyway, if uh, you see us in the wild, say hi. Uh, we're going to be in 4A school, so you probably won't see us there. But that's going to be 3A probably. Was it next week for sure? When it 3A we talked? No, no. Van, no, is it Van Carthage this week? Next week. We've done a lot Carthage. of 3A. We kind of need to make up with some 4As before the season ends. We, we've been very 3A. We're here. about to go to 4A, but whatever, dude. No, I know, but through the rest of the regular season, we've been to, you know what? That's Grant. I'm Terry. This is Sideline to Sideline, week nine. Until next time, thank you for listening. Brought to you by SI Design and Pretty. Pedal to the football, sheep begging for more, sipping on apple pie, moonshine.